Hi, this is Corbin Granger and Barbara Jennings from Town Benefits, a subsidiary of Town Bank, and you are listening to an episode of HR on Mike. We're here to help employers navigate a complicated maze of human resources and compliance requirements by offering common sense analysis and suggestions on a variety of HR and compliance questions. Thank you for listening today. Remember, we're not lawyers or accountants, so our content is not legal or tax advice, but is for educational purposes only. Always consult an expert when you need legal or tax help. As anyone who manages the HR or compliance function of a business knows, navigating the confusing maze of federal and state employment laws is a daily task. Here at HR on Mike, our Town Benefits HR consulting team regularly talks to employers who are trying to create order from the chaos. Right. And to add to that confusion, on July 1st, 2023, a new Virginia law requiring certain employers to provide unpaid leave for employee organ and bone marrow donations is going to go into effect. The law doesn't seem to have a name, so in this podcast, we're going to refer to it as donor leave. Now, this is probably a good time to remind our listeners that we aren't lawyers, meaning that we don't give legal advice but we do try to keep our employer clients up to date on HR-related issues. And because we currently maintain offices in Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina, some of our podcast episodes, like this one, are state-specific. So now back to the new Virginia law. Yes, and as we said a minute ago, the donor leave law takes effect on July 1st. Now, honestly, most employers are probably not going to encounter this law very often or ever for that matter, but you just never know. Over the course of my own career, I've known at least three people who've taken time off to donate an organ or bone marrow. And I think that one of the barriers to donations like this has been the issue of having to take time off from work. With that barrier lowered, we may find that more employees will become organ and bone marrow donors. So how does the law really work? Well, first, it applies to employers with 50 or more employees. But it's not currently clear whether employees outside of Virginia are included in computing the 50-employee total. And as with many employment laws, more guidance is likely to be released once the law is effective and questions come up. The amount of leave is up to 60 business days in any 12-month period to serve as an organ donor and up to 30 business days in any 12-month period to serve as a bone marrow donor. And again, the leave is unpaid although employees generally will be able to use their available paid leave concurrent with the donor leave. And to be eligible for the donor leave, first, the employee has to have worked for the employer for at least 12 months. And then second, the employee must have worked at least 1,250 hours for the employer in the previous 12 months. And if this sounds familiar, it looks like some of these features have been borrowed from the FMLA. Would you agree with that, Barbara? Yep, I think you're exactly right. And we're going to talk more about that in just a minute. In addition to the work requirements, um, the physician is also going to have to provide documentation that the employee is an organ or bone marrow donor and that there's a medical necessity for the donation. Use of the leave cannot run concurrently with leave under the Family and Medical Leave Act. So again, Barbara, does this look like this is a separate leave benefit? Yeah, and Or as you and I know from experience, you know, think about our COVID journey, new laws are subject to additional clarification since sometimes the reality turns out to be a little different from the theory. 
but I'm going to take it to mean that the employer can't make the employee use FMLA while they're out on donor leave. And it also cannot be considered a break in service for purposes of other employee benefits, such as salary adjustments, other types of leave, vacation, seniority, or other employee benefits. Right. To me, it looks like the employer should act as though the employee pretty much is still actively at work for purposes of these benefits. And during the leave, the employer must also continue to provide health and medical insurance coverage and pay any earned commissions due from work performed before the leave. Employers must restore employees returning from the leave to the same position that the employee held when the leave began or to an equivalent position. There is an exception to the job restoration requirement if the employee has an intervening health condition unrelated to the condition that required the organ or bone marrow donation. Yeah, that sounds a little murky, but honestly, this law will now be on our radar for future webinars and podcast episodes as things develop. And if you've listened to some of our other podcast episodes, you know that retaliation is a familiar theme. So it's no surprise that retaliation is addressed in this law. Retaliation based on the employee's request for leave, taking leave, or alleging a violation of the leave law is prohibited. The Virginia Department of Labor and Industry enforces the law, and there is apparently no private right of action. What that means is the individual can't file a civil suit. An employee may file a complaint with the department, which may then initiate a mediation and resolution process. The department may also assess a civil penalty up to $1,000 for a first knowing violation, up to $2,500 for a second violation, and up to $5,000 for each additional violation. Corbin, it's funny. I was going to say that this law is hot off the press, but then I realized that times have changed and the paper press has gone the way of the deposit ticket. But in any case, our goal is to keep you informed. We hope that this episode of HR on Mike has been helpful and want to thank you for listening. Please keep your eyes and ears open for additional guidance on this law. If you have a comment or you have an idea for future episodes of HR on Mike, please email us at townbenefitscompliance at townbenefits.com. And remember that our town has an E on the end. It's T-O-W-N-E, benefitscompliance at townbenefits.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we enjoyed recording it, please give us a like. For comments, suggestions, or questions, please reach out to us at Town Benefits. And that's T-O-W-N-E. Our email address is townbenefitscompliance at townbenefits.com. And again, town is T-O-W-N. Products sold by Town Benefits are not deposits, are not insured by FDIC or any other government insurance, and they may lose value. We hope you enjoyed that legally required disclaimer and hope you have a sunny and successful day.